brilliantly acrobatic save. Jack has caught it, Starting with an attacking play on the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball, DJ sticks past DJ Stones, wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones, DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ Sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play and this is the VAR Show. Welcome everybody to this exciting, exciting V A R Show. You are listening to the host who does the most, even when he makes toast. The one, the only DJ Stones. And with me over here is is the host who does not boast. Even when he, even when he roasts, roasts. Oh, even when I roast, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, why would you boast when you roast? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just doing the most. You, oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? DJ, DJ sticks, man. Stones. Doesn't oh, match. doesn't match. It rhymes with stones. You see? No that's the problem. No, but now that's the problem. I'm not you. You know why? Why? Cause I am the youngest player <laughs> to ever win a Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Age four. <laughs> I, I won a Ballon d'Or. Age four. I was born winning Ballon d'Ors. Age four, I won a Ballon d'Or. Living rhymes. <laughs> DJ sticks. Yeah. And boy, do we have content for you. Oh, content. But before we do, before we hop into any of these things, let's enjoy this tune. Yeah. on the track Them boys they mention my name More than a killing feet Sharing one thing on the common I'm what they couldn't be Moving like snakes in the grass I'm on alert Last time I gave them a chance Which one of them? Bonus like two. Y'all better drop up and check cause my time is like. That took forever to let you know just how I move. These days they judge what they can't do. Always new ways, Chrome House too. So worry about me, folks about you. I had Epiphany, Tiffany missing me. Asking me questions and trying to get rid of me. And the one with another lie. I wish you well, cause you're not one of my. Them boys that mention my name. More than a killing feet. Sharing one thing all in common. I'm what they couldn't be. Moving like snakes in the grass. I'm on alert. Last time I gave them a chance. It was the first. Nah, it was the last. Foot on the neck in the gas. I must adapt. Change is important, that's fast. Quit riding waves. Hit me tomorrow and love me today. Don't reminisce. We send the shots and we do not miss. Tell you what I'm gonna give you, snakes. What are they gonna give us? Drop it for tech. 
They just lost all my respect. Let them pull up with the left. I can't recover what's next. They think I'm done. They keep on playing with the kid. They just my sons. Talking like that could get hit. Them boys they mention my name. More than a killing fee. Sharing one thing all in common. I'm what they couldn't be. Moving like snakes in the grass. I'm on alert. Last time I gave them a chance. It was the first. I hope you enjoyed those tunes. Now, before we enter our main topic, yeah, I'm allowed to rant. You know, it's nice. No, you are. You it's are. nice. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. Why not? Ralph Ragnick came in. He's played what two games? Two games. Before that, I think Michael Carrick is the only coach to have a hundred percent win rate. <laughs> <laughs> Ever know? an undefeated too much. He's the undefeated manager, you know. He is still to be def- ah. Michael Carrick's Manchester United squad has never lost. Has never lost the game. Never. Ever. They've in, in, in 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 Premier League history, you know. Not even in UEFA as well. Football history, you know. Because didn't they? Didn't they? They won their game against Valencia. Yeah, they did. They two goals to one. Who else did they play? Then they played. Wait, let's Wait now I have to check. Let's be this. accurate, you know. We don't have to be accurate. We have to give the man what he deserves, you know. You know what? <laughs> Michael Carrick, the undefeated, the undefeated, hmm? the, the best manager in the world, the right Yuri Boyka <laughs> of Manchester United. So he beat Arsenal. He beat Arsenal. I forgot. No, wait. Was he in the Arsenal game? That was him. That was him. Wait, wait. That was his last game. Yes. Yes. Play three. He played three. He beat Arsenal. He drew with um, he drew with Chelsea, and he beat Villarreal. Hey. Unbeaten streak from a manager. Nine nine out of nine. Nine no, watching nine out of nine. I mean nine points out of nine. Points. That's not nine. It's one one draw. Oh oh oh! Did he draw? Yeah. Against who? Chelsea. Against Chelsea. It was a good draw. Though. It was a good draw though. It was, it was a good a, draw. A very good draw. Thanks to Jorginho, shout out. And then thanks to him and now Ralph, we've gone four games unbeaten. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, all is not on the, on the wheel. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the show, we've, we've all heard how much I've despised the midfield duo of McTominay and Fred. McFred. McFred. Yeah. But what these past few games have shown and obviously I'm not making a full on judgment right now okay. we'll have to see probably next year I'll, I'll give you all a, a proper my proper view on this right yeah but it's funny to see how under you know Carrick and under now Ralph how mostly Fred <laughs> is being performing yeah and it's because they're not playing him as this defensive player anymore. He he's, can't a, do that. he's a disruptive player now. His job is now to just press. Yeah. You know, he's there to mess up your midfield. <laughs> he's there to mess you up. And I like what Ralph is doing because, you know, even against the match against Young Boys, you know, he brought in. Because the Palace game, what he basically did was that he saw the Arsenal game and he just brought them back because they won. Yeah. He's, he's not had enough time to really analyze his squad. So in the young boys game, he gave other people chances to play, like your Van der Beek. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 
Of course, of course. Of and 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 what's happened now is he's now getting a broader picture. And we, now we have Norwich. Um, we have Norwich. We have Brentford. We have Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley. Those are good fixtures. And these are fixtures, you know. This is and technically, what Wolves is a kind of a surprising side. Yeah. But even with Wolves as well, until Wolves, we have those games now to really form a good Rangnick side, you know? Yeah. Like really solidify what you have. Yeah. Because then after that, we have two Aston Villa games. Then we have West Ham, which are now Ooh. going to be tough matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have something solid by that time. You have to have something solid. Otherwise. Ha ha. Ha ha. And, and... <laughs> the issue that stands here is now and what I like about what I'm liking not the issue but what I'm liking about what's happening with this with this Ragnik revolution if I should say. Yeah. Is that you can now see that you can you can hear the experience in when he talks. You can see the experience in what he does. Mm-hmm. You know? And things like bringing in a, 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 a sports psychologist into the team, you know. Like in the interview, he's like, he was shocked that there was no sports psychologist. He's like, in Germany, it's a normal thing. Like this is one of the biggest clubs in the world. He's like, you know, you're, we, you need somebody here who's able to allow players to understand the full physique of their body. How to use it, you know? Oh, like how to like, get into the, the best shape yeah. that they can possibly be at. You look at, you look at someone like Bayern Munich, how all their players are. Hey, machines. Like machines Machines And you know It's things like that And then you look at uh, Who he's bringing in As his assistant coach Yeah It's people who he, Who he knows And who he's worked with before Oh Like imagine being recommended By Ralph Ragnick man You know And it's not just It's not like He went to go get Wayne Rooney Because yeah. Rooney is a United legend yeah. yeah You know Obviously he would have liked If Carrick stayed And he would have liked To work with Carrick you know, because he also, I, I believe he likes developing um, people as well. Yeah. As you look at what he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. But that isn't the case now. Hmm. And if you look at how quick it's happened, you know, one match Palace, he had no assistant coach. You know, he had, um, what's it, I forgot those guys' name, even those other two coaches that were with Oli Ganesosha. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. sacked them yet. But then... Before before our next game against Young Boys, he had an assistant manager coming in. He had his sports psychologist coming. Chris Amos, that's the assistant manager. Yeah. And then he uh, he he brought in Sasha Lentz as the as the the sports psychologist. Yeah. And now by the Norwich game, definitely we're going they're going to have had uh, some impact into how the squad looks, what the squad does. You know. I, I, I honestly cannot wait, man. And that's 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 now you see the thing that's that's what I was speaking about with Ollie, you know. It's 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 that at the 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 the, the level he was now trying to coach, he just he just didn't have the experience. Yeah. And is Ollie a bad coach? Is Ollie a good coach? For me, I don't think the United judgment what happened at United is a good standing point for any of those arguments. Cuz mm. he did both amazing. I think Ole for for his level so now i'm talking like um a coaching level yeah he did outstandingly well amazing you see now the problem with that and the reason why i would normally disagree with a statement like that is that where he was playing 
the level was different. Okay, cool. Wait. If, so Pep, if Pep did what he did, you know, even in the three years, if Pep did what he did in the three years with Man City, he was not going to make it past through the first year. Yeah, that's why I'm saying him though. Like, uh, like Ole. So now we're not saying like Ole, Man, like Man United Ole. Mm. Uh, um, I would say judging experience. his coaching. Yeah, yeah. like years. Yeah, if it was Pep or like someone higher than that, then the the the, the uh, yeah, you guys weren't gonna accept that. So I'm saying for him. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, we have the type of squad where the the smallest amount of of tactics will allow us to work, perform. Yeah. You can get away with that. And like yeah. I've said before, at least with Oli, he's brought in, he brought the 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 lifeblood in, back into 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 Man United, yeah. you know, um, the dressing room yeah. in the dressing room and stuff. And towards the end, he kind of lost it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at least now Rag- Ragnik Ragnik has something to work with. Yeah, you know, it's not he's not coming there and rebuilding from after from, Mourinho, Woo! you know. And he's he's now he's now the the squad is now easier to work with. Yeah. And I truly believe people might disagree with me, but I look at how the squad is right now, and I look how the squad was when when Oli took over. When Oli took over, the squad was dead. Mm-hmm. There's no desire. There was anymore. it was a team plagued with politics. Yeah. You know, outside of what was happening within the within the owners and and like just everything around. Yeah. And you look at United now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a much different squad. Plus, your your uh, your additions like Bruno, they they sort of yeah, they sort of uplifted. Yeah, they lifted the, the spirits. The spirits, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this the main the main topic of the show is not uh, Manchester United. Yeah. It is none other than the Catalonian giants, Barcelona. Yes. Quick history of Barcelona. Barcelona was founded in 1899. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that the name Camp Nou? Only came in in 1957. That, that is too so late. Yeah, before that it was other names that I'm not gonna even try. <laughs> and I think the best one I can probably try is Catere de Hora Ground. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Camp de las Cortes. That was what it was called before Camp. No, Barcelona has won 26 um, La Ligas, 30 Copa Dares, five uh, European Cups, plus adding, adding with Champions League as well, mm-hmm. four UEFA Cup, um, UEFA Cup winners, as in like Super Cups. Yeah, yeah. And there are more more details. Hmm. Wow. <coughs> Those are records there. So in nineteen in eighteen ninety nine, football pioneer Johan Jan Grappi decided he wanted to form a football club, and he, that was the formation of Barcelona. Yeah. And now why am I bringing up all of this? We need to understand understanding this, right? We are going to try and understand how Barcelona's run. Who owns Barcelona? Yeah. How is how is the club run, basically? Another uh, interesting point. Barcelona won their first club title in 1902. What? So that's three years after them being created. Yes, that's about three years after them being created. They reached their first finals of the Copa del Rea in 1902 as well. Let's go. Let's they go. won their first Copa, Copa del Rea in 1910, though. What? <laughs> Okay, cool. The first time Johan Cruyff joined the club was actually in 1973. Mm-hmm. In 1979, La Masea, the youth academy, was founded. Yeah. And also that year, 1979, they won their first European Cup. Hmm. 
1979, same year. Same year, 1979. Okay, 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 okay. Some other interesting side stuff. Um, clubs are also founded around the same time as Barcelona. So in 1899 was AC Milan. AC Milan. Olymp- Olympia de Marseille. Marseille. Brena and... I don't know whether that's such a weird name. 19, uh, 1860 Mansion. Oh. That's Munich in Germany, no? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Munich in Germany. Yeah, what if it's Bayern Munich, the old one? No, 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 no. no, no. There's, action, there's an actual club called okay, 1860 okay. Munich. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so now Barcelona and Real Madrid, and I think there's other one or two more clubs in Spain that work like this, they are clubs that are fan-owned. They're owned by the fans. They're owned by the fans, right? So how Barcelona basically works is that they... So they basically have what are called uh, socials. Yeah. Right? There's about... uh, As of 2016, there's about 144,000 members. Hmm. Now, these members are... Either relatives of previous members, so it gets it can get passed down down the line, or you can purchase, or you can purchase your membership, right? Yeah. But to become a full member, you have to have your 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 commitment card for up to I think six years, if I'm not mistaken. So that's that's. So, so six years. Yes. That's you owning it. Yes. But it expires afterwards. So every year you have to pay for it. Okay. Then after six years, you become a full-fledged member. Oh, whoa. So whoa. it's about 185 um, euros per, per month. That's okay. about what? Almost like 2,000, 3,000 rand yeah. um, uh, a year. Hmm. Yeah, two, one, $211 is about what? 3,000 rand um, a year. A month? A year. A year? Yes. Okay. So then... Yes, yeah, so it gets cheaper for children. For so for children, it's ninety-two euros. For children under the age of six, it's forty-four euros. So if you have this for six years, you can become a full, fully fledged members. Now, as a member, right, what you're able to do is that you're able to vote on specific decisions for the club, mm-hmm. with a majority obviously ruling. Yeah. In order for you to vote for the president, the members must be at least eighteen years old. Um, and they need to be 18 years older and at least a member for they need to be a member for at least one year okay cool so besides besides the um besides the the presidents right they also vote on very big um decisions decisions of the club so the when the when the president wants to take uh, loans from the bank he has to call call either the now, depending on the size, on the importance of it, they can also call what they what they have called senators, right? So senators would be the oldest standing, the oldest uh, members yeah. that they have, the oldest socials that they have, as well as the heads of um, fan clubs, oh. so fan representative groups. Okay, cool. As well as I think twelve random socials that were selected. Oh, okay. So then they will come together, and then on the biggest decision, they will then have the vote. Yeah. And then if it is brought, if it's if it is at a position where they have they 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 see that it needs to now require the entire member, the whole like the whole group, then all the members are then brought in. Okay, so the, the entire hundred and forty-four thousand people can vote on it. Okay. Cool. Now, there is there's positives and negatives to this. Now the the, the the nice thing about about um, 
the nice things about this is that your club is owned by the players, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's owned by the members. It's owned by the fans. The fans have the final say. Mm-hmm. Which now prevents your club from being swallowed by major private investors, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, your club can't be bought. Yes, your club is yours. Yeah. You know, you ha- you actually have a say in what happens into the club, mm-hmm. you know. Where they ask you, what will being a fan of this club mean? It it actually means something to you. It's your club. You know, another club that it reminds me of is... Um, it's Bayern. No, 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 not Bayern. What is one? Union Berlin. Union Berlin, yes, yes. Where Union Berlin takes the... Because they have what's called the 50 plus 1 rule. Yeah. Where 51%, the own, uh, 51% of the club. But the uh, even with the current owner, he does not make decisions without the fans. You know, the, 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 how the club is looked after is because of the fans, you know. Yeah. And this really gives life to your club. It makes your club just not more than just a football club, you know. Mm-hmm. It makes your club a basically a, a, a family. It's a family thing, man. That badge means something. The badge means something, you know. It's they the same with Real Madrid. Yeah. You know, and now we're going to go through exa- exactly how they go through p- sometime later. But mm-hmm. it is now your club. Yeah. And now obviously the, the president that is voted in takes more of a CEO role in your in your football club. So he runs the day to day operations, makes the day to day decisions, you know, like um which stuff which which stuff we're gonna hire, what players we're gonna sign, yeah. um yeah. where to allocate your your the the transfer budget, are we gonna spend Buy more Brazilian players this time, or are we looking for more <laughs> Spanish players? Do we want more defenders, more strikers? That's the type of decisions he makes, right? I've played games like that, uh, where the fans tell you what they want to see. Yeah, no, in normal football, the fans normally, you know, it's actually even in British football. Yeah, but um, you have the finals. Yeah. You have the normally like the club can just say no. There's yeah, nothing uh, you can say. Nah. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. You know, at worst, people just protest now. <laughs> but in places like Bayern, with like Germany, and with um, with Barcelona and Real Madrid, it's kind of like a government now. Because you know, when there's these specific decisions that need to happen now, you actually need the fans to back you. Otherwise, they'll vote you out. Or they'll vote you out, or they'll just always vote against you. Mm. Mm. And now, um, the issue now with this, right? Is yeah. that they don't have any big private investor in their company. So outside of like sports, uh, sponsor, sponsor, sponsor deals, right? The biggest income comes from like memberships and and seats. Wow. Okay, so I think that's that's why as a club you have to be also like like big and you have to be tough. So like play football. Mm. Otherwise, then you don't get like your sponsorships and yeah. and your fan base doesn't increase. Yeah, but like even with sponsorships, you know, depending on the deal you sign, it's not like you're going to have income every month. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So like some of them, some some sponsorship deals are yearly income. Okay, you yeah. know, and it might not even like that makes sense. The amount it brings in won't be the same amount. For instance, why can't um, why can't a club like I'm thinking of a club now. That has a good sponsorship deal. Everton. Everton, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everton has had, has, has had good sponsorship deals in the past. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have the finances like a Arsenal, which yeah, has Fly, Fly Emirates. Fly Emirates, yeah. 
Because the amount the that you the, the deal is not the same, you know. I don't think sponsorship money, unless you meant city, I don't think sponsorship money normally brings in the amount that you need for like big transfers. Yeah, that that makes normally sense. your investor. That's where your investor comes in because they can sense. they can bring in money to the club as well. You know, the positives to this is that the money that is made by the club does not need to go to anyone. There's no dividends that needs to be paid out. Mm-hmm. So you see, Man United can make about a billion. Let's say they make a billion this year. And then you find out three, four hundred thousand, four hundred million gets gets um, taken away and given to the Glazers as dividends. Mm. And if there's other investors, it also gets shared to them. There's a percentage of the money that goes away. Mm. So this whole amount that comes in, the sponsorships, the sponsorship, the, the amount that you make from ticket sales and stuff, stays within the club. Uh, that is cool. And then you obviously pay your president, you pay whatever needs to be paid, your players get paid. Salaries. But now the issue now comes in where we had like with COVID. Okay. COVID struck. Boom. Now they couldn't have anyone in the stadiums. Yeah. And we all know obviously that plus other bad decisions made by Ooh. by Bartomeus. Barca. Barcelona, Barcelona was now in a position whereby till they all they had to do was just get bank loans. That's that's what they can do. Yeah. To to help them stay inside stay afloat inside um La Liga. Oof. This situation could have gotten so bad that they could have been on a forced relegation. Oof. You know, because they were not going to be financially fit enough to be in La Liga. Oof. Ooh, ooh. You know, now imagine, imagine that state of a, as a with a club with that much history and a club with, 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 with that much following. You know, hmm. now obviously the, the 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 socios and the 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 senators came together and they they called for a voting out of not only uh, Bartomeu's but the entire current board of Barcelona. Yeah. Now again, that's now an advantage. You know, you look at Newcastle where they have had a bad owner in Mike Ashley, and literally the. Because people look at Newcastle right now and they think Newcastle is a bad side. Historically, Newcastle is one of the biggest sides in England. Are you kidding me? You know? <laughs> Newcastle is a side, if I'm not mistaken, that's won championships. They've yeah. won European championships before. Mm. You know? You look mm. at uh, uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest have won back-to-back UEFA's. I think it was Champion Cups back then. They won two. Yes. Two. And you look at where they are. And the issue is now when they have... Being bought by bad owners who see it as just business deals, you know. Yeah. Mike, actually, the, the thing people, that made people angry was that it wasn't the, it wasn't about bringing the football club up. It was about the football club bringing his brand up, mm. Mm. and that's how he treated his football club, mm. you know. And now, as a fan, there's nothing you can do but watch, mm. but watch your football club go becoming getting destroyed. I don't even have words for it. Painful. You know, it's very painful. It's painful. But in Barcelona, where Bartomeus was basically doing something like that, they were able to vote him out. Same time. But now, in the case of COVID, now that they, they struggle because they don't have any form of money coming in. Because yeah. now what would happen was that they had to bring in, that to show income that backs up the amount of the, the, the transfers that they're bringing in, the players that they're bringing in, the, the, the wages that they're paying. Yeah. And now the issue now where Bartomeu's came in and what was bad about him was now he was giving fat salaries to a lot of players there. Like Coutinho was on a fat salary. Dembele was on a fat contract. Yeah. And now the issue with this was now that when, when COVID hit, 
the, the 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 balancing factor, which was the fans, you know, the seat, the seat, the ticket sales. Oof. Um. Um. Can I just add a point? Yeah. So I've I've just calculated the amount. Yeah. That Barca would yeah. make. So the normal, the full capacity of the Camp Nou, yeah. right, is nine ninety nine thousand three hundred and fifty two seats. Mm-hmm. Right. That's full capacity. Normally on an um, El Clasico mm-hmm. against Madrid, you, you'd have a full capacity stadium, right? So the price for an El Clasico game mm-hmm. is 150 euros. Mm-hmm. So you times this 150 euros times the seats, it totals to 14 million 903,000. Don't know if I said it right. And yeah, 14 and million. Those are not the, the El Clasico is not the only game. Yeah, that fills up, and you have 12 classicals a season. That's that's so that's like 30, 30 mil basically. That's 30 million being made twice in two games. In two games, Ooh. and now other games like um against I think it's Espanyol who's your 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 derby rivals. Yeah, those those Atletico two are, even Atletico fills up, you know. Stuff, man. So that's about what 90 million made <laughs> that was now lost. <laughs> Imagine and now that that helps Champions League Champions League season, games. Champions League quarterfinals, semifinals. The money is crazy, you know. And the thing is now, once that was removed, because there's no private investors that can help, like with and some boost, yeah. boost and anything. The issue was now that got, there was nothing to justify the high contracts. There was nothing to justify the high salaries. And yeah. now you're wanting to bring in more players. No, They're like, no, no you, you first hey, need to justify this. Release, unless they're coming in for release. free. Mm. You know? Unless yeah. you can reduce salaries. So I know people like PK had to take a salary deduction. 50, 50%. And other players like Biscuits also took a salary deduction, you know? Yeah. And they couldn't sign players. They couldn't resign Messi even though it was on a free. Painful. Because now they were, it was a situation That's so of, serious, eh? Yeah. That's, that's it was a situation of now... What are we going to do with his salary? Mm, 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 mm. You know, um, what's his name? Manchester Pie had to take a deduction. What he was he was actually getting paid more in Lyon than he is in in Barcelona. <laughs> but wow, the the, wow. the the nice thing about this at the end of the day, and I guess it's the, the it's the risk that comes with this type of system. But at least the the club belongs to the 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 the, 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 the fans. You yeah. know. And I look at somebody like um, I look at somebody like the current president of Barcelona. He he looks like and he's been the president before, mm-hmm. and he La has Porta. the Laporta has the best interest for the club. Yeah, he truly cares. And uh, one thing he says, which was which was, and I saw I see it in in the dealings he he does, is like he wants to refresh and rebuild La Masia. Yeah, that's because that's where the money comes in. You know, mm-hmm. that's truly where your money comes in. You look at Pedri, you look at uh, Fati, and I know... Uh, uh, Trincao, there's a lot of guys. I think... I think uh, Trincao's out in what's the, the other? There's another player that Barcelona has. Uh, um, Ricky Pooch. They're all on one billion uh, release clause. <laughs> <laughs> so you sell three of them on, on the release clause. That is finished. That is, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very close to being sorted. Yeah, you know, you know Messi, yeah. yeah. And that's where the life... Barcelona was never a club that needed to always do big transfers. No, not really. They, La Masia always had the talent they needed. Mm. They just bought the guys to flex. Yeah, they'll, they'll buy players here and there just to, you know, yeah. build Henry, up. Henry, boom! The Zlatan, You know? But a lot of the, the key players, their key players always came out from La Masia. Yeah. And that was the magic. 
and a lot of you find out a lot of these players a lot of these players were probably members of Barcelona mm. oh. or they were they had family that were members of Barcelona yeah you know Barcelona is truly and as a Real Madrid fan and when I do the deep dive in Real Madrid I hope it's the same thing as this you know these are truly what football is meant to be yeah for the people by the people mm-hmm. you know where you are happy to and I love German clubs for this. I love German, German football, football is amazing, eh? You know? Like there is no like Ralph said that there is no support like like British support, you know, for football. You know, people would you can Man United can play three games, you know, Saturday, um, Tuesday and then Saturday again or Tuesday then Sunday again, right? And you'll have a fan who'll go to uh, London for the match, they'll go travel again to Italy to watch the match, and then they'll go to uh, back to Manchester to watch the the third fixture. You know, there is no support, that, but there is no heart. Yeah, like Germany. Yeah, because these players love their club. It's their club. You know, the fans are for the club. They are for the club. Yeah, and you look at Barcelona. You look at the emotion that happened with the whole Bartomeu problem. You mm-hmm. know. It's crazy, and that is what football is. That's yeah. why we love the game of football. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. Yes. You know, but as you guys love the show, we have to wrap it up. Yeah. You know. I know. Whistle it. You know. From me, the one y'all all love, and <laughs> DJ Sticks, the one you all love too. <laughs> We're signing out. Peace. Goodbye. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.